Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, it's Dr. Will Cole. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is the art of being well. What's up, everyone? It's Dr. Will Cole, and this is The Art of Being Well. I am a leading functional medicine expert. I get to consult people around the world via webcam. I started one of the first functional medicine telehealth centers actually in the world over a decade ago. And I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I wrote Intuitive Fasting, which is my newest book, and The Inflammation Spectrum, and Ketotarian. If you want to learn more about my clinical work, the telehealth center, the books, and there's lots of free resources there for you as well. You can check it all out at drwillcole.com. That's D-R-W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E.com. All right, let's get to today's guest. He is a longtime friend of mine. Love this guy so freaking much. His name is Todd McCullough, otherwise known as T-Mac. Todd McCullough is the founder of T-Mac Fitness. TMAC's mission is to assist in creating a culture that is conscious of the body and the world in which we live. He's helped thousands of busy people become fitter, stronger, and healthier through his proven, effective, and efficient workout routines. He blends beautifully HIT training, high-intensity interval training, with yoga and meditation. I've done these workouts for years, and you all are going to learn so much from Todd. And stay tuned through the entire conversation because at the end, I'll answer another one of your burning health questions and then ask me anything. All right. This is Todd McCullough's Art of Being Well. Todd freaking McCullough. And where have you been all my life, man? (laughs) I don't know. You've definitely been somewhere over that little mountain man beard of yours I see going on. (laughs) Told you the Smoky Mountains changed me, man. I came back with a a new, uh, new lease on life. Give me some takeaways from the Smokies. I I learned when I was there that it's the oldest mountain range in the United States, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. It's like the Garden of Eden, how I imagine it, at least. It, it looks pretty amazing. What I love, and I've seen some of the stuff posted to like the wellness industry, is like I guess the whole earthing movement mm-hmm. or like forest bathing, forest bathing yeah. stuff. 
We, we just call that growing up in the country. It's just it's good to see all you city folks seeing Dude, the benefits of being in the country. I know. It's like, I, I know. I grew up in the country, too. I'll have you know. Western Pennsylvania. It wasn't the rural south. I know. Maybe it's a whole different level down there. But, like, I'll tell you, Western Pennsylvania is pretty country outside of Pittsburgh. Sure. So let's talk about it. But, yeah, don't you think that's so interesting is how, like, we gravitate as society, right? Like, you know, myself included, we leave our small towns, we go chase our dreams and ambitions. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere along the way, we realized, holy shit, like having my hands in some dirt, feet in the grass is pretty good for you. Yeah. Like, these, these country folks may have had it right all along. Yeah, absolutely. I think, and then we need science to to show us the mechanisms of some of things that we know intuitively anyways. I think the more we get back to nature, the better as a general rule. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about growing up in the rural South and tell us how you got to where you're at today. Where did the journey begin? Holy shit. How long do we have? <laughs> so little cliff note version, grew up in a small town called McClunny, Florida, about 40 miles west of Jacksonville, just about you know, between Lake City and Jacksonville, around the Florida Georgia line. So not a lot of yoga going on there. <laughs> but as you know, back in the in the rural South, like you pretty much have college football on Saturdays and Jesus on Sunday. And I would say that those two kind of things kind of shaped my childhood in the first phase of my life. I was fortunate to go, well, I would say like two, two pivotal things happened in that time period. One, my, I became like deep, like Jesus Christ, like deep relationship. That happened at 12 years old. That was a pivotal part of where I'm at now. And I'll circle back to that. And the second part was I dedicated my life to football. I was fortunate to go play football at the University of Florida, which was a dream come true. And those two moments, you know, basically it's spent as much time as you can in those two genres, so to speak. And eventually after football, found myself like, you know, I had five surgeries. I was in a lot of pain, waking up in the morning. You could probably just say a little depressed for sure. Like trying to find meaning and purpose in life once you've dedicated your life to one, one thing. And I, I was working as a financial advisor at Merrill Lynch and nothing against finance. I got a lot of buddies that are great financial advisors to this day. It was a good transition after football, honestly. But I found myself going to the office on Saturdays and just being like, I was the only one in the office. And I kind of always worked on Saturdays. I, I never knew what that was like to take a Saturday off. And I just realized that, like, I don't know what my passions are now after football, but if I don't mind working hard, I need to find something to dedicate my life to that I believe in. And that eventually market crashed in 08. I found myself living in L.A., studying yoga and was fascinated by this new practice. Yoga gave me a way to move my body, connect to my spiritual practice without being in pain, like I'd always had lifting weights. And so I was fascinated. How could I merge these worlds of yoga with what I knew as an athlete and a Christian? That's all kind of circling back. And that's how eventually through a lot of trial and error led to this online workout program for 20 minute workouts. And each one ends in meditation and prayer to have a combination of athletic training and yoga. Yeah. And it's amazing. It's what we know as TMAC 20, right? I mean, that's, that's the magic all together. There's a lot of trial and error, still a lot going on, but it was, it's been a hell of a journey, brother. <laughs> Definitely glad. But the best part, honestly, thinking back, Will, is like the people that come along the journey as well, like yourself, mm-hmm. right? Like, you, like it's so cool to like see people get better with these workouts and, you know, get great results. But it's also like part of the journey that I'm really starting to appreciate now is the people like yourself that you meet along, like 
you're almost like this weird person in this place that cares so much about wellness and helping people. And then you come across people like yourself and you're like, holy shit, like this guy comes from a really good place and he's doing some cool things too. Yeah, I agree. So I want to go back. I want to talk about how you blend these different modalities of working out and meditation, but going back mm-hmm. to the South real fast, or just, let's just say middle America, people that don't live in New York or LA or Miami, people that are the majority of the United States, let's be honest. Yep. It's interesting to see, like, I, I feel more close. I feel more alike and close with that part of the world in many ways versus the the wellness world in the New York or LA. Cause I am from the sm- a small town and I, yeah. I don't feel like that, but isn't it interesting to see us coming from the backgrounds that we are from do you feel like that part of the country, the majority of the country is, has grown in their understanding of health and wellness? Cause I have seen a, a movement in the positive direction over the past 10, 12 years. What have you seen? Definitely a movement in the positive direction. And I always say that we can all learn from one another. Right. So like when it comes to like nutrition and wellness, I would, you know, I, California where I'm at right now, Santa Barbara is 10 years ahead of most of the South. It is. I've seen the South gravitating towards that. But, you know, one thing I reflect back on during COVID that I think that the West Coast and big cities could learn from rural America is that rural America has community down. Mm-hmm. Right. So a lot, you're, you're going to see so many studies coming out from COVID from just isolation. Right. And, you know, the one thing I've never worried about my family back home was just like them being isolated too much and just the importance of community. And family. So, like when I played a little league baseball game, it wasn't just my parents there. I had my aunts, my uncles, my cousins. When my cousins played, we all went to their games. It was this village that took care of all the kids. And I think that that is one thing these larger cities can learn from the rural America. And then as rural America continues to grow and seek, uh, you know, a better life, they'll learn more of these wellness practices. And I think that, you know, part of our journey, Will, has been able to kind of take a little bit of what we like from both and bring it and make it approachable. Right. So I always say that it's interesting, like knowing who your audience is. Right. So like I see a lot of, a lot of stuff on the West coast that talks about like crystals and all this stuff. And that's great. And it really resonates with a lot of people in New York and LA and San Francisco. You try to bring some crystals back to North Florida. (laughs) (laughs) They are going to laugh their ass off. Right. So like, it's not that this stuff isn't, is, it doesn't help. It's just you have to know who your audience is and if you're really trying to help everybody. If, like, for example, one of the things I learned over the years was like, we finish all of our workouts instead of namaste, I say, God bless, right? Very similar language or meaning of what all that means. But if you're someone who grows up, you know, an hour outside of Atlanta, Georgia, and someone says, God bless, that resonates with you over, say, namaste right? Namaste. God knows what that means to them, right? So just being able to communicate what we've learned from these metropolitan areas into an everyday language that resonates with, you know, middle America, Mm -hmm. where we're from. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. One of the most important steps you can take in bolstering your immune system and feeling your best is getting quality sleep and giving your body what it truly needs to heal and recover through the night. Ned's new dream set has been a game changer for so many people in my life, as well as myself. The dream set includes their best-selling sleep blend and mellow magnesium, two products specifically developed to optimize your body for sleep and relaxation. 
It's the ultimate combo to revolutionize your sleep. Ned's new and improved Sleep Blend contains CBN, a powerful cannabinoid that promotes sleep, and 750 milligrams of USDA certified organic CBD. Yes, it's completely organic, which is very important in the CBD space. Made from the purest single source hemp flower extract and 24% more organic and wildcrafted botanicals than the previous formulation. The Dream Set also includes Mellow Magnesium, which is a powerful daily magnesium supplement with amino acids and trace minerals that propel your memory, mood, brain function, stress response, nerve and muscle health, and sleep. If you'd like to conquer sleep with Ned's Dream Set, Art of Being Well listeners get 15% off with code WillCole. Go to helloned.com slash WillCole or enter code WillCole at checkout. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D dot com slash Will Cole to get 15% off. Thank you, Ned, for sponsoring The Art of Being Well and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. People ask me all the time, patients, people on social media, listeners of the show, they ask me what are some healthy snacks that they can integrate into their life because they want something easy, delicious, convenient, but also very healthy and nutrient dense. Something that I have loved for years, my patients love it, my team loves it, is the grass-fed beef sticks from Paleo Valley. These things are high quality, 100% grass-fed and grass-finished meat from domestic regenerative farms. It is really important to support regenerative farms, regenerative farmers, and support brands that support regenerative farmers. And that's what Paleo Valley is doing. It's important for our health and the health of the planet. They are a gut healthy snack. Most meat snacks can upset your stomach or disrupt your digestion, likely due to the inflammatory side effects of something called encapsulated citric acid, which is used in most meat stick products. Instead, what's so different with these is Paleo Valley beef sticks are naturally fermented, which creates probiotics for a balanced, healthy gut and eased digestion. They have delicious flavors. They have summer sausage. They have teriyaki. They have jalapeno. Oh my gosh. My favorite has to be the jalapeno with real chunks of jalapeno in it and the teriyaki that they use honey, which is so good. Anyways, you have to check these out. Get a variety pack if you want to try them all. Head on over to paleovalley.com. Enter code Dr. Will at checkout for 15% off your first order. Again, that's paleovalley.com. Enter code Dr. Will, D-R-W-I-L-L, at checkout for 15% off your first order. Paleovalley.com. Hey guys, it's Hunter. And Michaela. And this is the Model Citizen Podcast. We wanted to let the members of our community experience a different side of us that they see glimmers of, but never the full force. Exactly. We wanted a place where we could talk unfiltered about anything and everything, including our lives and experiences in the modeling industry, beauty, fashion, dating, sex, marriage, a dash of political commentary, and of course, pop culture, honey. We're going all the way in. Tune in every Thursday for a giggle, a laugh, and maybe even a tear or two. You've just found your new best friends, and we're so happy to have you. All right, let's talk about this because I've you beautifully amalgamate yoga. What word? What word is that? Amalgamate. 
that mean? <laughs> like beautifully meshes together. It's one of the. There it's, you it, go. It, what can okay. I say? I'm in the wellness world You're for too doc- long. You're the doctor. <laughs> You're, You're the doctor. Just trust me. I'm a doctor. But the it brings together beautifully melds together yoga meditation and fitness training and would you call it high intensity interval training i mean that's yeah, how i would yeah, explain sure. it so yeah, yeah. let's talk about hit training specifically people see it right. on the blogosphere they hear about it but they really don't know exactly the benefits of it what is it exactly what constitutes a hit training and what are the benefits why do you like it so much so let's start with what it is real quick and just for people that they probably see it on the blogs, yeah. the HIIT yeah. thing, right? Like, what is that? Think of the easiest way of hit training essentially is like you're so out of breath, you can't talk, right? You're in your anaerobic zone at this point. Imagine running sprints, running up a hill, you can't hardly get any words out. You're in your anaerobic zone. You're around 80, 90% heart rate max, so to speak. Aerobic is more of like your jog, right? You and our jogging slow pace. Hey, Will, what's going on? We're, we're heart rates up. We're breathing, but we're still able to get out a few words, right? Well, HIT training is going to bring you into that anaerobic zone real fast. And for me, the purpose of it, there's tons of benefits, but it's essentially, Will, what comes down to it is all these modalities are great. Yoga, running, lifting weights, HIT training. What I found is that consistency matters more than anything else, right? There is no magic push-up. So again, our job as practitioners is to give people tools that they can be consistent with. And HIT training, in my opinion, is simply the most effective and fastest way to get the most results. So if you have someone that's got three kids, got to go to soccer practice, works a full-time job, if you're asking them to go drive 20 minutes to the gym, do an hour-long cardio class, that's hard, right? Mm -hmm. And as you know, they're probably going to sacrifice sleep in the process, right? Then they're going to go most likely have a high carb or high sugar thing, jack up their insulin levels right afterwards and just negate the whole hour long they did, plus with all the sleep they neglected, right? So what I found is HIIT training is simply a very powerful tool that people can fit into their everyday busy lives. And that's the main reason I like it. Now, you can go into like afterburn effects and all these things. But for me, it's like I said, it's being consistent. Like if someone out there loves to swim, swim, just be consistent. I love it. So then you bring in yoga for this more, I would say, restorative benefits. You've hit that's like one way, like really more intense, and you're balancing it out really beautifully with this yoga. So let's talk about that. Like, what, What are some of the benefits of that versus and why you think it's so important to bring the two together? For sure. So like our program, like, right, like, it merges that hit training, right? When you think of hit training, think of that explosive movement, the squat jumps, right? Your type two muscle fibers, you're firing, right? right? Think of yoga as working more of your type one muscle fibers, like all the muscles to help stabilize, for example, the shoulder girdle, the hip sockets, the posterior chain, all these things that we often neglect with hit training, yoga helps strengthen mm. those, right? And so it helps reduce injury. And that is why we merge and kind of fuse those two together in our program. So like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we'll have like total body breakdowns, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, we'll have what we call more cardio flush, where we fuse more isometric exercises like that. You'll still get your heart rate up, but we're working on stabilizing the posterior chain and other parts of the body. And so that's kind of how the program is designed of how they complement one another. Because if you just do HIIT training, you likely will get hurt eventually, right? Or Right. And if, but if you just do yoga, your ass ain't going to get in shape. Right. So you need to be consistently shocking the system in different ways. Mm-hmm. And so we've kind of been able to merge those two for our program that, you know, we get emails all the time saying that 
I'm 40 something years old with three kids. I'm in better shape now than I was in high school. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's working. For sure. So what? how long should be, people should be doing a HIT session or your blend of HIT with yoga and meditation? How long to get the maximum benefits? I've, I will say people several days a week, if they could do as little as seven minutes a day, okay, up to about 25. Like I've trained a few Olympians over the years and I could push them to around 30 to 32. But what I found, Will, is that for most of us, that if we keep in that anaerobic zone too long, we end up putting the body under too much stress, mm -hmm. releasing hormones in the body that doesn't do well, right? Mm -hmm. But even as little as seven minutes, you can get benefits. Wow. And so that's kind of the, the blend, right? So if you break down our 20 minute workout, this is, there's a lot of kind of goes into this. Most people don't realize is that the first six, seven minutes, it's like more of a yoga warm up, right? Getting you, and then we get after it for about 13 to 14 minutes of the hit training. And if that to me, that seven to 25 minutes, if you can get into that three or four days a week, that's great. Mm. So are there, is there any benefit? And I'm sure there are, but I mean, what are your thoughts on someone that's like, okay, let's do hit most of the time, but then someone wants to go and lift weights for 50 minutes. Like what are the, what is the difference of that? Like, why wouldn't we just do hit more? Is there anything that we're missing that we should pepper in some weights here and there? Yeah. I mean, I love weights. Like I, mean, I grew up with weights. I, I'm not, I think a lot of people are like, I'm anti-weights. No, I, I'm not anti at all. I think if you have time to go lift weights, you okay. should, right. But you've got to think about how to properly lift. So if you're going to the gym, right? And you've got time to do this, assuming that's there. You need to do about a 15 minute dynamic warm up to really get into the body mm -hmm. and open things up before you start lifting, right? And then once you put body under stress, it, if you're doing correctly, you will get amazing results. Like my body gets shredded when I lift weights. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of can you consistently go do that. And if you can, by all means, go do that a few days a week. I love compound lifts. I love things just simply as, you know, I think if you were to break down a couple of your favorite exercises, a deadlift, a squat, those are the, you know, hang cleans. These are things I love compound movements like that mm -hmm. in the weight room, as opposed to more isolation, but extremely, I mean, people love to lift and get great results. You just need to do it safely. Right. So you got to, again, you got to think of that 15 minute warm up. You got to lift for about 20 or 30 more minutes. And then you need about a 10 minute, 15 minute cool down. And it's, you can get away with this when we're young kids, right? Because you're just more limber, more of a move. But if you start, as you get older, those low back starts tightening a little bit, a little stenosis happens, you start lifting and all of a sudden pop, right? Yeah. You see that a lot, yeah. right? Hip flexors, get, hip flexors get tight, low back isn't strong, glutes aren't firing and all of a sudden pop. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's just great. You just need to make sure you do it the right way. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about consistency. People have the best of intentions and then they give up too soon. Right. So what are some of like the best ways that you have found in all your experience for people to stay consistent with their, their, whether it be their workout or meditation, whatever. Yeah. So I would say let's break down like three things. And this is when we take people through our 20 day programs challenges through is one Everyone wants to sign up, jump into the workout part without first taking a step back. I think it's super important. It's why do you want to do this? Mm -hmm. Why do you want to get in shape? Is it to see your kid graduate? Is it to improve your sex life with your spouse? What is it? Mm -hmm. Like, just get clear and write that down, mm -hmm. right? That's super important because there's going to be days, no matter how excited you are right now, that you're not going to want to get up when that alarm goes off, mm -hmm. right? Being clear to that, write that why down, put it somewhere you see it every day right? Like maybe it's where you brush your teeth in the morning, wherever that is. 
Second is you need accountability, right? Studies show you're 95% more likely to reach your goals if you have a daily accountability partner. So find someone on your journey. It could be they just, maybe they don't even work out with you. They go for a walk with you every day. Like one of your colleagues, you go for a walk at lunch, right? We're going to commit to doing this, a walk at lunch. You need to find someone that supports your goals, right? And that there's often that, that time, again, you don't want to work out. Behavioral change is really hard. I don't think people understand how hard behavioral change is. But study after study, study shows that if you have an accountability partner, you're more likely to show up, mm-hmm. right? And then finally, this is where, again, I think we do a decent job of, is you need to find a program that you can be consistent with. So signing up for the gym that you think you're going to go seven days a week at 5 a.m., amazing if you can. Realistically, you have a few kids, you got to commute to work. That shit ain't going to last. That's why all gyms make their money in January and try to sign you into a year contract. And then you're not there in March, Mm -hmm. right? That's just how the fitness industry has worked over the years. So Again, those are the three things. Get clear on your why. Two, find an accountability partner. And then three, pick a program that you can be consistent with that meets you where you are right now. Great, great tips. All right, let's talk about meditation. You mm-hmm. end the, the the workouts with a meditation, with a mindfulness practice. And you talk about mind right. Mind right is such a massive part of your your protocol. So why is this so why is this so important for people that are like what's the connection here? Why why should I do meditation after I'm working out? Well, we know a lot of benefits right of just switching over the nervous system as opposed to leaving in fight or flight all day. Those things are great, but honestly for me personally the reason I put that in each workout was I solved it. Ultimately what people need in my opinion one of the missing topics in the conversation of wellness is a sense of meaning and purpose in life, mm-hmm. right? You can do all the workouts, eat all the damn kale, but if you have no sense of meaning and purpose in your life, you're really missing out on the beauty of life. And so what I found is the meditation and prayer, kind of how we do the mind right meditation, allows people to ground and connect each day to their spiritual practice. We leave that up to them, what that looks like. We kind of guide them through it, but that gives that sense of meaning and purpose. And you'll get emails like, hey, me and my husband were going through a divorce and we started doing your program. All of a sudden our marriage is better than ever. Or you'll get the ones that, hey, me and my husband, were getting a divorce, and this is the only thing that's helped me get through it, right? Or we just lost a loved one. And a workout is powerful, right? You know all the neurotransmitters that happen, right? When you get a great workout, that feels good. But if you're not connecting on a daily practice to your why, what your spiritual practice, I know that's very important for you. It gives meaning and purpose. Like I'm sure you don't feel like going into the office, but you know that you're using the gifts God gave you to serve others. And so why I think this is so important, again, is just being consistent with moving your body and connecting to your spiritual practice. And we just try to give people the framework every single day, no matter how busy they are. They know they can hit play and in 20 minutes. They're going to do a great workout and they're going to connect to their spiritual practice. And to me, like I think church is great. Go for it. I see that more as a community, but you need to be connecting and talking to God. Yeah. And what I think med- meditating is the difference of listening to God yeah. and creating that space every day. And that is how we grow. Yeah, 100%. Make your life a meditation. That's the thing too. It's like you are cultivating this practice to live your life in a, in a sense of purpose. And you yeah. don't need a building to do that. Or Curious, what is your meditation and daily spiritual practice? What, is that, is it, what does that look like for you? Is it, re, is it scripture reading? What is it's, that? For me, it's just acts of stillness. So for me, it's just breathing and centering myself and calming the noise, like no matter what's going on, being in a state of 
I'm going to sound wellness here, but in a, being a, in a state of non-resistance, just allowing whatever's happening, even if it's quote unquote uncomfortable or stressful, or I have a lot of stuff going on to sort of allow that to pa pass through me, you know, as you know, the scripture says like that a peace that passes understanding. And I think that that, that to me is this ineffable quality that when you center yourself and do the mind, right, do the mindfulness, whether you're doing it at the tail end of an exercise or not, I think it's something that people need to build that mindfulness muscle throughout the day. It's definitely a muscle that I've seen grown over the rest, right? And we've got to think of that it, what we're trying to do with the meditation, which you just brilliantly talked about, is lengthening that gap between stimulus and response. So, like, say you and your wife are in an argument, right? And we never do that. We never do that. that never. That's you're the, perfect human beings. Never. This does not happen. Here. Never, of never. course. Right? If your mind isn't right, so to speak, you're going to react out of emotion, right? As opposed to that meditation of that mindfulness muscle you mentioned, right? Is you can lengthen that gap, see the moment for what it is. Take a moment, take a breath, and then step back in and make the choice that you want to make that's best for you and your wife, mm -hmm. right? And then for those, I know, again, a lot of your people are faith-based people. Is it talks about in the Bible, Psalms 4610, be still mm -hmm. and know that I am God. Yeah. And when we can create that stillness, again, I always think of praying is like you're talking to God, but that meditation, you create the space for God. And that is a beautiful and powerful thing. Yeah. And like you said, no matter what connection, if they're, if it's yeah, just totally. Jude, Judaism, Islam, Buddhist, or just people just consider themselves spiritual. These are spiritual principles, no matter, you know, where you're at. That, that's one of my favorite, you know, a, a buddy of mine told me a long time ago, Todd, you just make a lot more money if you just Jesified this thing out. <laughs> and I was like, or like maybe the Christian warrior 20 minute workout or something. And I was like, I didn't want to do that. And one of the one of the things I take so much pride and joy in is we've got people that are Christian, Muslim, Jewish, not not even sure what got, you know, not even really that important. They're all moving and connecting each day and they're finding that purpose and meaning. And we just give that framework. So that's something that I love about our community. I love that. Thanks to our modern world, it's impossible to cut out all stress. The solution then isn't to stop or avoid stress, but instead find effective ways to manage it. Just Calm, the brand new product from Just Thrive, represents a revolutionary new approach to uplifting your body, mind, and soul. Just Calm has been clinically proven in multiple studies to help reduce perceived stress, balance your cortisol levels, improve sleep quality, and even encourage focus and flow. And for unbeatable stress management, I've been pairing Just Calm with their Just Thrive spore-based probiotic. Here's why. A healthy gut isn't just crucial for immune and digestive health, even though, of course, it is. It's also one of the best ways to beat stress long-term. By giving your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs to thrive, Just Thrive Probiotic not only supports your best gut health, it also creates the perfect foundation for Just Calm to perform at maximum strength. And when your gut is happy and your stress response is under control, you'll be able to keep calm and win the day every day. Be sure to listen to the past episodes because I've had the amazing, brilliant people from Just Thrive on the podcast twice. Go back and listen to those episodes. Right now, you can get 15% off Just Thrive Probiotic and Just Calm when you go to justthrivehealth.com and use code WILLCOLE at checkout. Again, that's J-U-S-T. T-H-R-I-V-E, health, justthrivehealth.com. Use promo code Will Cole 
at checkout to get 15% off. Have you heard of ClearStem? My goodness, you are going to learn so much from the brains behind this amazing skincare line on Monday's episode. So stay tuned because we're going to go deep into skin health, all about acne, the underlying root causes of it, the surprising healthy food triggers of acne and breakouts and overall just skin inflammation. Can't wait for you all to listen to Monday's episode. ClearStem is anti-aging, anti-acne, and non-toxic all at the same time. No pore-clogging ingredients and no hormone disruptors in any of ClearStem's products. They are designed to clear acne and stimulate collagen, so every single formula is equally anti-aging and anti-acne at the same time. They were formulated by the acne guru who's going to be on the podcast on Monday, and they are based on over eight years of treating acne at San Diego Acne Clinic. All of the information you haven't got from a dermatologist but needed all along. I mean, these are healers from acne aficionados. <laughs> I just made up a term, if there ever was one. ClearStem's education helps you identify your unique acne triggers and getting to the root cause of your acne. Most people report a massive transformation in their skin in less than two weeks. So you have to check out this line. Use code WILLCOLE at checkout for 20% off your first purchase at clearstemskincare.com. That's C-L-E-A-R. S-T-E-M-S-K-I-N-C-A-R-E.com, clearstemskincare.com. Use code Will Cole at checkout for 20% off. One of the most important things that I wanted to make sure that I, we got out of this conversation was, ladies, Todd is single. Mm. Are, are you on the market still, right? Yeah, I, I, I'm on the market. I'm on the market. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, you, you can slide into the DMs at Team Action. <laughs> okay, of course, you just did. <laughs> All right. Yeah. This, the part of the conversation that I, in the podcast, you know, the, the show's called The Art of Being Well. And it's all about the science and the art of wellness. This, this part of the podcast interview is your art of being well. This is Todd McCullough's Art of Being Well, all your favorite things. Are you ready for this? I have no idea what's going on. Go I forward. haven't even told you about it, but I'm just going to break. Nope. Any answer is fine. This is a no judgment zone, a safe space, whatever answer comes to mind. So cocaine and cigarettes and porn. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the, that's the, that's the <laughs> next level of T-Mac, the T-Mac fitness regimen. Go for it. Level two. All right. Level two. All right. So if you could only eat one food for survival, completely based on nutrient density, what would that food be? Venison. Smart. I like that. Got got you got your uh, country it. roots there. When I eat some deer meat, man, I get that that whole like you cook some cook over you skin a deer, cook over the fire, man. There's something about cooking over a fire and having some deer meat. It's just like my brain just lights yeah. up when that happens. And, and yeah. where I'm from, and where I still live, and where you're from, I don't know if that's where you're from, but we had off of school the first day of, of hunting. First day of hunting season. Yeah. I mean, it's first, like a, a yeah. national holiday here. Oh, it's a big deal. People back in the day used to drive their uh, deer they shot that morning up to the local school with the rifles in the back. <laughs> Can you imagine that back then? Like you used to better like when I was a kid, the guy, my buddies that were older would go to the high school with a 270 rifle in the back window and a deer on the hood. Right? Like, yeah. I wasn't that long ago. 
That no, long ago. no, and I'm sure it's still going on. I mean, it's like I, I'm in the clinic all day long, but I'm sure in Western Pennsylvania, that's still a thing. Yeah. All right. Question number two, yep. completely opposite of the first question. But if you had to eat one food for the rest of your life, regardless of health benefits, purely on taste, what would that food be? Mm. How about this? I'd say I drink Mountain Dew all day. <laughs> Really? <laughs> I grew that's, up on Mountain Dew. That, that's, yeah, I, that's like I, the drink of the South. That was the hardest thing to give up. God, I love some Mountain Dew. It's like the nectar of the gods. <laughs> what is it about? I mean, it's such a cliche of like, I'm close to West Virginia. I have like West Virginia, like the South loving Mountain Dew. I don't know. I don't get it. It's the nectar of the gods, brother. Okay. I guess I, that's, that's what it you is. heard it here first, everybody. All right. What are two supplements that have been the biggest game changers for you? Ooh, that's a good question. So I'm not a big supplement guy, but obviously there's, well, obviously there's one thing I, I take pretty consistently and that's collagen that I put in my bulletproof coffee. I usually fast, like I know you do as well. Primal Kitchen. I like their vanilla collagen. I use that. And then during COVID, I really started, you know, supplementing with vitamin C, D3. And I think that those things have been able to help me as well. That's some stuff I've definitely, like I consistently, I do like a multivitamin now and I double up on vitamin C and D3 just to help right now with the immune system. And then another thing that our friends at My Body Green made that I really like is uh, a magnesium supplement to help sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I really like, I really like their supplement for sleep. And that's the one thing we can probably talk more about that I've, that I've humbly learned over the past three or four years is that I can do all this workout stuff I want to. If I'm not getting good night's sleep, I'm wasting it. Yeah. And so much of what you like, you know, you notice everyone listening knows when they've had a bad day of sleep. The next day they're craving more sugar, they're craving mm-hmm. more carbs, and just makes things so much more difficult uh, if you're not getting yeah. a good night's sleep. So the magnesium from Mind Body Green, I like yeah. what you're doing with that. All right. What is one latest, what is the latest non-food, non-supplement biohack that you're into? The latest. Hmm. And it's okay if it's simple. This is well, like I don't know if I don't know if it's new, but I love cold water first thing in the morning. All so right. Why why is that? It shocks the system. Completely shocks the system. So if I do a workout here at the house, I'll wash with hot water, then I'll turn it to freezing. I'll do a few like a little bit of Wim Hof breaths, turn it in the shower, and I Oh, so you're stuck. saying actually immer- not drinking cold water. You're meaning like like yeah. a cold plunge. Yeah, so like this. This specific morning, I actually did a cold swim in the ocean, the Pacific Ocean, for 20 minutes. Like you're out there just shivering, trying. One of the things that helps, you know, make the meditation take off is like you're trying to control your body temperature while you're shaking, right? And I I heard, have you done any podcasts with Andrew Huberman? No, I I know of him, but yeah, I know. I love his work. I mean, he was talking about one of the benefits of actually, I think, losing weight from cold was actually the shivering which yeah. I never knew. Brown but, fat production. I, I have no idea. Yeah. You guys know the science behind that, but I was just doing the meditation this morning on the beach try, and I'm just sh- completely shaking and trying to c- come back to my breath. And so for mm-hmm. those who don't have like a cold tank or an ocean, again, I do this all the time is after my morning workout, I would go hop in the shower, wash off. And then before I get out, I put it at freezing cold, mm-hmm. do some fast breaths, the Wim Hof breathing uh, for a couple minutes. And yeah. that is just... To me, like I'm lit for the next couple hours. Yeah, I agree with you. I do the same thing. But when you first said it, I was thinking a big glass of cold water, which I'm sure is good too. Like drinking it, but you meant like actually immersing yeah, yourself immersing in it. Yourself, yeah. It's a hormetic effect. It's like good stress, but you're absolutely right. It 
increases endorphins and lowers inflammation levels and increase lipolysis or fat burning. Lots of good stuff there. I love that. Have you tried right. doing any of the Wim Hof breathing in, in the shower with that? No, I haven't. We're, we're probably going to have him on the podcast at some point, oh, but yeah, I, I, I have to guy. learn from him. Yeah, I have to learn from him. He's, I don't. He, he seems crazy as shit, but he has tapped into another side of the brain. Ain't no <laughs> doubt about it. Yeah. All right. What is one wellness myth you would like to dispel or a wellness, you know, narrative that you think you, you'd want to set the record straight? I don't know. This is just all the first thing that came to mind. The people you see in the magazines don't necessarily all have their life together either. It's good. How about that? Yeah. That's so really I've, good. I've trained a lot of people in LA over the 10 years I lived there. And most of them are all phenomenal humans. I've trained people with six pack abs, help them get abs, those type of things. And I can just say that what you see in the magazines versus what you see in everyday life, it's not a good idea. Like we can get inspiration, right? Like hopefully the content you and I create on social media inspires people to live better lives, but we shouldn't want what other people have. Like that's a foundation, a recipe, I think, for an unhappy life, right? Mm -hmm. That person in the magazine could be an incredible human being, or they could be living so unhealthy and just have some great genetics, right? And they're maybe smoking cigarettes all day. I was kind of joking earlier, right, about an unhealthy lifestyle. You can have that and still physically look good on the outside and be miserable on the inside. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's like one of the myths out there, I see a lot of the culture today, especially young girls, is that there's this idea of what beauty is. And I think that that comes from within in your relationship to your spiritual practice. Like for me, and again, I know you as well, it's like, you're a child of God. Therefore, you have inherent value. Therefore, you are loved. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is one of the myths I see often in, what, you know, in the magazines, at the grocery stores or whatever, social media, is that it's airbrushed over. Mm -hmm. It's truth. That's good stuff. All right. What is one brand, wellness brand, whether it be a food, a snack, a product that you really been digging? Again, the Primal Kitchen stuff, I think everyday use for America, what they're doing is unbelievable. From the condiments, from the mayo, to the ketchups, to the, to the salad. Love their uh, Caesar salad dressing. I think what they're doing is we're talking, bringing things full circle to middle America, back to rural America. Just mm -hmm. getting people access to healthy salad dressings and condiments, yeah. lowering their, how much sugar that these kids are taking is yeah. a huge game changer. So yeah. I love what they're doing. And then on the supplement side, I think our friends at Mind Body Green are really kind of stepping up the game and the quality of supplements at Mind Body Green. So those are the two brands, you know, but it's not new. Like, they, you know, we know the people at both those companies and their integrity's in line. They do a good job. There's a great team. And I think that that's one thing I've learned over the years. I'm sure it's you too. Is like, if you came out with something and you're like, hey, Todd, this is my thing. I'll test it for a while just to make sure, but I pretty much already know Will Cole's done the homework. He's invested in this, his integrity's in alignment. And I think that as we get older and we've been in the business for a decade or so, you start to, it's easier to see those are just trying to make a quick buck first. Mm -hmm. Those are saying, hey, yeah, let's make a lot of money, but let's also help a lot of people and work with integrity as well. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. And completely agree with those two brands for sure. All right. I know we've talked about this already in the conversation, but maybe I'm curious to know if you have, some other things, because this is such a big part of your life, and I think we can get um, the people some other tips and tricks, but what is one spiritual or mindfulness practice or tool that has helped you the most that we haven't talked about? Honestly, 
I think what we could do is break down the mind right meditation. Let's do it. The people, the people, the people can do that. Right? We don't have to go through the whole meditation. But just I think that itself, the breakdown, like for those who are listening, like you've got maybe a healthy workout routine, just do this meditation after your workout. We can give you a, a YouTube link if you need yeah, to we'll put it in you, the Right. Links. But it's this, all everyone listening to this, just add this, right? James Clear talks a lot about habit stacking, right? Like if you want to add some daily mindfulness and you've already got a good habit, like working out, just stack this on. It only takes a couple of minutes. The first is just a moment of gratitude, right? Just being able to have this moment to move your body, to feel all your heart pumping, to have a roof over your head, food to eat, whatever it may be. Second part would just be lifting up a loved one. So maybe you want to pray for your kids today. You want to imagine a glowing light hovering over them and uh, see a smile come across their face, visualizing success for the day. What does it look like? I, like this morning, I was doing the meditation. I saw us on this podcast, helping thousands of people. And the fourth part is being still, right? That's the Psalms 46.10, be still, listen to the rise and the fall of the breath, the sounds of the room. And you just spend, you know, a minute or two in each of those phases. And it only takes, you know, five, six minutes or so at the most. And this is something you can do every day. And I think that's been the biggest game changer in my life is actually seeing that mental muscle that you reference mm-hmm. grow over the years mm-hmm. and just how that has helped me personally and professionally. And so I think that for someone out there just looking for a little tip, something to add, like maybe they've tried meditation and it hasn't stuck, give that a shot after your workout. There's something about, you know, like our friend Melissa of Whole30 does it every day. Right. Mm-hmm. And she brilliantly, well, she's how she kind of described it was like, think of a kid with a temperature tantrum. You need to first shake things up before you can dive in. Right. Most of us just aren't cerebral enough to just wake up and meditate. Mm-hmm. Like, so a lot of people that have felt, felt like they haven't been able to establish a meditation practice. Just do this meditation after your workout and then make it your own once you get that, once you get the concepts down. Mm hmm. Love it. And shout out to Melissa Urban. When are the heck are we all hanging out again? I mean, this is like. Dude, I mean, it, the South hasn't stopped with COVID. I don't, I mean, we, it's just uh, us folks in California here that have stopped. So I'm down for whatever. I know. Let we me just know. Gotta go back to, we just got to go back to the South and hang out. That's right. I just came back from Ohio and I'm Western Pennsylvania. I drove to Ohio and it was even like a different level there too of just completely just different than Pennsylvania. I was like, I was in a massive stadium with, uh, you would never know there was a pandemic going on, but. Yeah, it's, it's so interesting how different people process everything going on. And I think, again, it's so important why all this in your daily practice, I think you and I try to do this is like not try to get in other camps, you know, but listen to people, hear mm-hmm. people. And if we aren't grounded and secure who we are enough as a person, then we're, again, we're just talking at people mm-hmm. and we're judging people. Yeah. You, may, you may be 100% right and whatever your position is on all this stuff, right? But it's not a way to make positive change if you can't see the other person, hear mm-hmm. them, love them. We have to break bread with these people, find common ground. I just think that, again, all, if you're not secure, again, in who you are as a person, mm-hmm. it's just two people yelling at each other. Yeah, Absolutely. You're absolutely right. A lot of the toxic tribalism has so much ego around it. It's just, yeah. it's so egocentric. And even if, even like you said, even if they're right, it's right. just not going to bring about sustainable change no. until you get to the hearts and minds of people and love them, like you said. What If you had to do, 
if you had only one exercise to do for the rest of your life, what's your favorite like movement, like favorite actual mo- workout movement? Mm. So I, I feel like you'd say a burpee, but I would say a burpee's up there for sure. I also, like I said, I don't lift much weight. I love the feeling of a deadlift and a squat, but I'll say this, like a sprint. I really like sprints too. Burpees by default for sure. Cause mm-hmm. I do so much body weight stuff, but just doing a couple sprints, just again, get you in that anaerobic zone. Mm-hmm. I typically only do like eight of them, like 20 seconds, you know, with a 40, 40 second recovery. So it literally just takes this an eight minute workout once you yeah. warm up. That's, I really like that too. Cool. So we're we talking sprinting in place or like running? No, sprint, like a sprint, like just go out there. And one of the, it's a simple, like, well, you need to be properly warmed up first, but like one of the, my favorite things to do on days is just simply basically I'll, you know, do a sprint or a more of a stride, 80, 90% max, so to speak. For 20 seconds. And then once the minute comes around, which is 40 more seconds, mm-hmm. I repeat that and do eight, just eight times. And it's eight minutes and you're in that anaerobic zone. You've got the heart rate up your legs, are probably a little, even a little sore. Like we used to do like 20 to 30 of those when I was playing football in Florida, but now at this stage, eight feels great. Like I do eight and I'm done in eight minutes. Love it. All right. The people want to know this. What is one skincare product if you could only use one thing on your skin what would that product be i don't use shit on my skin i don't know the hell am i putting on my skin well <laughs> jesus uh, I, I knew that you were um, going to say that but i wanted to like hear the full todd answer on that one <laughs> I, I do think coconut oil could like i've got some friends that use a lot of coconut oil i could see that probably having some some things i don't know hell i I just I haven't washed my head, my hair in years. I just take jump in the ocean. So I don't know. I ain't right there you go. The skin, skincare products is the Pacific Ocean. That's what you're saying. That's what I use. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Do you like have a favorite SPF or what, what sunscreen? I usually this is what's interesting too, is I went on a hike yesterday with someone and I always try to move early in the morning and then just a little way to wind down in the afternoons. So I'm actually never at the beach during the heat of the day. That's right. You like, go really early. I, I go really early at sunrise and at sunset. So I'm never really in harsh sun. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, my friend wanted to go at 11 a.m. in the heat of the day. And we fried our asses off. So I really don't use my sunscreen. I think that it could be right for some people. I think there's healthier ones probably than others. Yeah. If I'm going to be in the sun all day, I'll use some sort of sunscreen, whatever someone's got. But that may be twice a year. Yeah. I mean, I, it's not something, you know, yeah. I think, I think that it's, if I get burnt, my ass told me I've been in the sun too much. Don't get, don't go to the sun that long. Yeah. I, I forgot about that. You go early in the morning yep. before this, before the sun rises or as the sun rises. Yep. All right. What is last but not least, what is one book that you've read in the past year that has really inspired you? It could, it could be health. It could be wellness. It could be something else. Oh, whatever. Yeah, dude. I, have you read Green Lights by McConaughey? No, I have not. It's really good. Like I, nothing against Matt. Like I just saw Matt as I'm like most actors. Maybe he's a good dude. Maybe he's a shitty dude. I don't know. I mm-hmm. loved his book. I would recommend it to everyone. Dreamlights is so good. It reminded me so much of my childhood growing up in the rural South. He, he grew up in Texas. His perspective on life. I think so much is what we need right now, merging these different cultures and finding common ground because he's lived in both worlds. I really like green lights. Go check that out. 
movie. I'm a, I was a fan of it. I love it. Todd McCullough, freaking love you. Thanks for being love you too. on the podcast, man. Love you, brother. Let's hopefully catch up in person soon. Yes, let's do it. At the end of every episode, I'll be answering a question from one of you guys. Nothing is off limits. Ask me anything. And you can send your questions over to me on Instagram or Facebook. As a functional medicine practitioner, it's been fun seeing the questions that have already come in on different food philosophies, wellness trends, and ways to approach overall mental, emotional, and physical health and well-being. Thanks for those. And I'm looking forward to seeing what else is on your mind. All right, now it's time for another Ask Me Anything. Today's question is from John. John asks, what are the health benefits of avocados? I don't know if you know this, John, but avocados are one of my favorite foods. They are freaking delicious. Um, so let's talk about it. Avocados contain wonderful amounts of dietary fiber, which is really good for your gut microbiome. It's basically a prebiotic because our gut bacteria, all the trillions of bacteria in our gut, our microbiome, eat what we eat. And they actually ferment fibers from plant foods, largely. They ferment the fiber and make what are called short-chain fatty acids. And it's needed to regulate inflammation, have optimal immune function. There's lots of benefits to have good bacterial diversity and healthy, robust microbiome and production of short-chain fatty acids. So it's a great, avocados are a great source of that fiber. It's also a great source of monounsaturated fats, but there's lots of exciting science around monounsaturated fats, like avocados and olives and extra virgin olive oil and all of those types of foods. And they just, they're just a great source of healthy fats, basically, which healthy fats are needed for your hormones, they're needed for your brain, they're needed for your immune system and cellular health as well. There was actually a recent study that comes to mind, it was published in the Journal of the American Heart Association, which is the basically the peer-reviewed journal of the American Heart Association, the AHA. Um, and they found that eating just two or more servings of avocado weekly was associated with a lower risk of heart disease. People that are basically heart attacks and strokes having a decreased risk of that. And this is, to my knowledge, the first large amount of people that are being studied, a large perspective study to support this positive association of healthy fats like avocado with decreased risk of coronary heart disease and stroke. So this is, this study was done for 30 years and researchers followed more than 68,000 women from the nurse's health study and more than 41,000 men from the health professionals follow-up study. So get this, the study participants who ate at least two servings of avocado each week had a 16% lower risk of cardiovascular disease and a 21% lower risk of coronary heart disease compared to those who never or rarely ate avocado. So another cool study, there's many other studies other than that looking at healthy fats, but this is a new one that that came to mind. Um, remember, this study specifically in the American Heart Association was observational. So a direct cause and effect can't be proved off of this research alone, but it's promising. And I can tell you when I, my day job is looking at labs, when people start bringing healthy fats in their diet, it really moves a needle in people's health and on their labs. So, um, and that's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm such a super fan of, of healthy fats like avocados. I put a picture of an avocado on the cover of, of Ketotarian, my first book. 
So it's, and it actually had an egg inside it, which is another source of healthy fat. So it was an egg avocado. And if you haven't checked that out, so freaking delicious, the avocado for breakfast. There's also another avocado recipe in Ketotarian that is Ketotarian fries, so good. It's crusted with almond flour. There's a chipotle aioli dressing, so good, so good. Anyways, <laughs> I could wax eloquently about my deep love for avocados, uh, but I will stop now. Great question, John. Thanks again for listening to The Art of Being Well. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you like what you're hearing, hit follow and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to drwillcole.com slash podcast. I'll be back again next Thursday, and I hope you will too. Talk soon.